0: Authors, a podcast where two friends share tips and experiences from our own writing journeys. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Cool, cool. How, what have you been up to this week? Um, Yeah, had a bit of a
1: crazy week. Um, we've had really bad weather here, so... We had to move into a temporary for a while um, because of water. So, yeah, it's just been a bit crazy up and down week, really. It's good to kind of touch base with you. How have you been?
0: Yeah, all right. Just um, same old, same old. (laughs) I think since last week, just been doing the same, just been working and then um, doing a bit of writing. So, yeah. Have you been doing any writing? Have you managed to make time? I made time twice. Oh, good.
1: Twice no, week. that's great. Yeah. I think with everything that's happening or been happening, kind of thing, every, um, finding time twice is pretty good for me at the moment. I just want everything to kind of settle and be normality, and then I can just get into my routine again. Oh, excellent. So you feel quite chuffed at what you've got managed to get done? Um, yeah. Not as much as I want to, uh, as always. Mm-hmm. But at least I've added to it. I've done my, um, at least my 200. So I need to start waking up and doing that each morning and everything. How have you been? How has your writing been today, um, this it, past week?
0: Yeah, it's been just still going over my first draft... And still enjoying it, and it is taking it's, it is taking quite a lot of time. I'm not necessarily putting lots of words in there, but yes, lots and lots of tweaking. So it's going well so far, and I'm still enjoying it, until I get to the middle. <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. But this is really what we're talking about this week, is is writing and writing routine. So, I'm going to start asking you questions.
1: Okay, go for um, it.
0: Do you need to do something before you write? Do you have to have things in just such a way before you write?
1: Um, yes and no. My, For me to write, I need a bit of calm. So, that's why... I write in the mornings, um, when I first get up, so that my head doesn't become cluttered with everyday stuff, and for the house to be calm and still. I try mm. and do. See, that's the thing. my My routine's starting to shift, um, because I I have a little one I've mentioned before, so I do it either I wake up at crazy o'clock and write. Or I write at nap times, so I like to have it um, calm and just my head not to be full of stuff, so that I can get into the zone of it. Mm. So I don't like any. I'm not a big fan of the like little tasks or tests, because that instantly is a distraction for me. I get fixated on that rather than actually the writing. Do you do anything too? help you get into the zone
0: i i don't know i don't know any um anything like this what just like write down words for two minutes or something what kind of <clears throat> um exercises have you heard of? um
1: i've heard a couple on the podcast and then yeah they like saying for the first 10 minutes just f- um free write and just kind of um just write about anything just for 10 minutes just so that you can get into the zone of it a lot or like a diary or anything and some people swear by like speed writing so for like 20 minutes you just Mm. write as fast as you can as much as you can and just go for it so don't worry about edits or anything like that and just speed write I don't know if I can do that I don't I think my head won't allow me to process that fast Um, Have you heard any of those tips to get you into writing beforehand?
0: No, um, they sound vaguely familiar but I really don't know if they would apply to me. Although I would need to try them out, I have not done anything like that before. So I kind of feel like in some ways it's like a waste of time. It's like, oh, I could have, if you're writing things, you know, n- not related, just random, I feel like that's wasting time and you could be putting in good words into your actual novel rather than crap um, about, I don't know, goats or something, whatever you thought of at that moment. <laughs> <Goats>. Um <laughs> But I, th- I think that's
1: the thing that you've hit the nail on the head, it's time. If you have time to do that, and it's important to you and you've got a good couple of hours or something to write then it might be different but if you're grabbing time if you're a busy working woman man or you've got a family or and you're trying to fit writing into your chaotic life then you don't have time do you really it's that mm. um it i think it's that a uh, thing that um you do on so many occasions it's just I have this 10 minutes I have this half an hour I have this hour and I just need to write I need to get into the zone straight away and just write because otherwise I'll lose it and I won't have time in the other place and I think it's that grabbing that precious moment that I don't want to feel with doing other exercises I think what I sometimes do to get myself in the zone it's either when I'm not writing, it's thinking about the characters or writing. I think that helps, so that you know when you start writing that you know where you're at. You know the um, the place, the characters, the situation, the chapter you're about to write. I think that helps.
0: So it's visualizing it mm. when you're not writing. I would say, like your your mind is always in it, though. Yeah, I find my mind goes back to the book quite often. So you don't even need to make time for that, it just happens the when there's yeah. some, what well, any kind of quiet time or any time that you're just in, able to be in your own head. With my writing routine, I I have to say I, I do like to have things a certain way in the sense that I like to know, on, on the days that I'm not working, because I, I don't write when I'm working, I um. On the days that I'm not, then I like to be able to go for a walk or get outside first, mm. um, early in the morning, and then when I come back, I feel like okay, I can do whatever else I've got planned for the day, but I can now write. So it's generally when I come back from walk, I'll then dedicate a, a window to writing, and. Also, before I do that, I have to have, like, a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or something. But generally, coffee is always a must. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems to do something to me. Unless it's at Wake night the and then I have, like, a glass of wine or something. Um, but having having a drink of some kind, I don't know. It just it goes well with writing. That's really it for me. I have to have a drink and know that I've been outside and exercise my mind as well as my yeah. body before before i sit down to write see that's interesting to me
1: because um i think if i went out for a walk first i think that would distract my head i think i would come mm. in and then instead of kind of going coming in sitting down and then writing i think i would come in and start claiming a space or start doing some dishes or tidying up or proper procrastinating and I don't think I would get into the writing as much I think I don't know Mm. it's it's interesting isn't it hearing other people different routines and everything yeah
0: I just have to have to like blow away the cobwebs I feel like I need that that um that release or or something I don't think I've got very much going on in my head early on in the morning I'm kind of like uh, like zombie. (laughs) Um, So that is fine to just go out and just walk because I don't need to be thinking of anything. And also I can listen to a podcast or listen to music that might help me to get into the the zone when I come back.
1: So would you class yourself as a night owl or a morning
0: lark? Morning, um, I would say, although I'm not as morning as you are <laughs> <laughs> you are well you're almost creeping into nighttime actually that's how early morning you are um yeah, no. but no i i'm generally morning i don't write at night rarely do i write at night but i might write in the afternoon if i've been say writing in the morning for some time and i feel a bit kind of stale and i'm I just i'm producing the words that i think i could then i'll if yeah. i can i'll mix it up and do an afternoon and i feel like that just resets things a bit have you ever found that yeah have you have you been able to like mix your your times of days or do you always have to do the a particular time of day m
1: um, it's interesting if i've got a day to myself my very, the very very rare moment then I sometimes I do it mid morning once if I know that um my partner and my daughter has gone off to work or to nursery and I've got a day off, um then I won't get up crazy o'clock to start writing, and then I start writing or actually no, that's a lie. Sometimes I do start writing. I wake up at crazy o'clock, start writing, get myself in the zone, get and then stop get everyone ready, get them out the door, and then I'm still kind of in that zone and I then start writing because sometimes if I've got the day to myself and I put it off and go, right, okay, I've got the whole day to write in front of me, then I procrastinate and go okay right I'll have my coffee I'll do a little bit of knitting I'll get into the zone and I'll just watch this little bit of program and you just kind of put it off a little bit and you go right I've got the whole afternoon to write it's okay I can chill in the morning and then suddenly you just kind of put it off and then I'm rushing two hours and go oh I had all day and now I've only got two hours why have I done that to myself and then you kind of just punish yourself but I think I've heard that Say with other writers is that they're very productive if they have to slot it in, but if they've got a whole day to write, then they start to procrastinate and they've got that yeah. freedom in front
0: of them when you're used to that kind of time crunch so you are a morning person that's the best time for you to write at all times Yes is it?
1: before I had my child and everything, I had the freedom and I wrote a lot more and that's when I was writing book one um but now that time is scarce I was getting into the zone that I didn't used to about a year ago I didn't get up to crazy o'clock and I used to just try and fit it in during that time and I found myself kind of having that itch to write during the morning and I just like okay I've got it in my head I want to get it down and I want to get this character and everything, but I can't do it when I've got a little one running around. So I was kind of almost wishing away the morning that I was spending with my daughter so that she would go down for a nap and I can get it out and writing. And I was this, like, this isn't good. This isn't healthy. I precious, I have precious time with my daughter and everything and I'm wanting to write. So I decided, I started social media, got onto Twitter and I came across a 5am writing group on Twitter and everyone kind of goes, hey, good morning, and everything, getting ready to write and um, giving each other kind of support and I just thought, right, okay, can I do 5am and started setting my alarm and doing it and I was like, okay. I can do this, I can wake up, the house is calm, I like this. Put some music on in my Mm. headphones and just write. We'll touch upon where where we write, but just sometimes just wake up in my bed, pick up my pad, and just start writing. And I started to get into the flow of that, and I like that. And now if I don't do that, if I dare to have a lie-in, I feel bad. It's bizarre.
0: You've touched on some good points there. Um... With with you waking up early, it's not just about it's not doesn't sound like it's just about having that time to write. It's also having that time for yourself. That is completely you time. Whereas perhaps yes, maybe no other hour in the day you have that. Yes, that um, is true. <laughs> and also another point you had said <laughs> about not uh, feeling bad about you know wishing the time away when your daughter was there in the mornings. And I feel like you really shouldn't shouldn't beat up yourself about that because I think there'd be a lot of people um, feeling the same way because that's like their little crack of time that they can work. So I can absolutely yeah. see you, you know, like this isn't healthy, I have to readdress this. But at the same time... <laughs> yeah. I completely understand and you you do want them to go to sleep <laughs> for you to have time I absolutely understand that whole thing even though I, I don't have a kid myself uh, Where do you write then? So we've established the kind of time you write and your routine in the morning Where do you write? Yes. And do you have to have a little system? Do you have like a writing desk? And do you have your favourite pen? Or do you write on the computer? Or what do you do? um see
1: that's the bit that's not so precious to me I don't have I have a computer but I also have a a pad and I, I found that I'm starting to do a lot more on my pad because I can take it anywhere because it's more grabbing time that's the precious thing not where I do it or how I do it is precious so if I'm um, waiting around if I go into town and then suddenly she passes out in the car then I'll grab maybe 20 minutes and write on the pad and I can just save it onto that or in the mornings it's just easier for me if I'm still in bed and it's freezing cold um, while my partner's sleeping next to me I just grab my pad, put it on a pillow and oh. just start writing no way so I like my laptop but I start just I like doing it on my pad and it's just that convenience. I wish in time that I'll have a little writing desk and a little nook and where I plan and and I keep trying to have one but then it keeps getting stolen from me. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like a little study thing. I think in time it would be lovely to have that but I think that's not as precious to me. It just has to be the time is for me. How about you? Do you have a little nook you write in, or
0: are you just kind of free-flowing? I am in some ways similar to you. Um, It it doesn't have to be a certain place, but I do have to... well, I generally write on my couch. Um, I've got a little coffee table there I might um, put my feet up on and kind of slouch down on the couch and right there, or I have a little table um, in our kitchen area, and I'll right there. See, I'm living in... A, I'm living in... It's like a giant room almost. There's our bed and our lounge area and kitchen. It's all kind of one big, It's like big a little room. studio. Yeah, yeah. It's a studio like space. a studio apartment. So... Um, yeah, so I'll generally work in the lounge room and we live right next to a train station. So we have these big windows and I, I'll i just sit in front of the window with music on uh, and type away and watch people going past. Quite often they look in as well and watch me watching them and there's that weird moment where you're just like... <laughs> Just <laughs> both looking at each other, and you're like, "Stop looking at me in my own house." And but you're, you're staring at them too. It's very weird. Um, I could never <laughs> yeah, ever weird, write in bed. How could you write in bed? The whole posture of like lying, kind of okay. I'll 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 kind of perch on this side. Okay, I'll change and I'll perch on this side. I couldn't write. I've tried it but I cannot write in bed. But I use really? a laptop, I... so I don't have a pad. I don't know if that makes a difference.
1: Um, I used to have the laptop, and it, but I used to when I started doing the 5am club and everything, I used to get the laptop out. Then I would have to put the bedside lamp on and then that would just wake my partner up and then I would lose my time. That's why I started writing in the pad because it lights up and I can see the keyboards on the screen in a Bluetooth keyboard. But then I don't Mm. have to put the lamp on, it's still kind of dark. Um, Sometimes when I'm in the bedroom, I've shown you this many times. You put the fireplace um, Netflix thing on and it gives you that light and it gives you that warmth, (laughs) especially in winter. It means I don't move. If I move around too much, one, it's making noise. It could wake people up and then I've lost the time. But two, I start faffing and I'll make myself coffee or anything like that. So I don't even sometimes... I reward myself halfway through. Um, If I'm writing in bed, I reward myself halfway through like after an hour with a cup of coffee the alarm goes off I sit up grab my pad from the side of my bed so we can't hear the keyboard noises put the music on and just start writing just straight away nothing oh else my comes God. into my head I could not no Google oh, no nothing really? no coffee just straight away yeah bang I just start writing nah so
0: interesting just a different <laughs> The different ways people write, and yet we're so different. I just, I could could never know. I have to get outside first. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Everyone's different, aren't they? Mm, definitely. Although I have had a, a spell where, when I was back in Scotland, I was waking up and having a coffee and I was sharing the house um, I was staying um, back home, home so I was with the family and I would wake up early try and wake up early before everyone like what you do and was in the cold kitchen, early winter mornings and uh, having coffee and trying to write because that was the only time there was quiet because it's busy and hectic at that house normally so um yeah that's what I would do and then I would go out for a walk like later on in the day um so yeah I get you just work with what you've got don't you yeah you work with your writers, you
1: work with your routine and you know best your family I mean some people their writing routine is commuting if they do a lot of commuting on trains Mm. to work then they have that hour when they're on the train and they just put the headphones in and they start writing. And then that's their Quite right time.
0: I I I absolutely, I think I would do the same. Commuting is just such a same. waste of time. Yeah. Be productive <laughs> with it. It is. Have you done that? Have you written on the train before? Um,
1: I don't know. Maybe once or twice, kind of grabbing moments, but I don't think so because when I was first writing the book and getting into the zone, I didn't. I had that freedom at home, um, before my little one came along, and so I think I would just write then, there, and then until and so I'd spend about three, four hours a day just writing about five days out of the week. So. I don't think I would need to. And then since having the little one, I haven't been on that many trains. And then if I'm on the train, then
0: generally I've got a little one in tow. So it's... So you don't want to be writing. Yeah. It's quite lovely. It's quite luxurious to be on the train and just have that space to write. And you're like, oh, there's a plug. And like the the last time I was in Scotland as well, I did some commutes and going to Glasgow and I would get the train and it was just, it felt like luxury. You're there, just typing away, do-do-do-do-do, listen to your music and you're just gliding and it's, well, I thought it was quite a novelty because it didn't happen very often for me either. Yeah. I think I might just
1: find myself an excuse just to go on a train.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um... Do you need to do a certain word count yes and no i Mm -hmm. prefer i
1: have a goal that i prefer to do so it's between 1500 and 2000 so i would prefer to hit that and that would be my goal but um one of the podcasts that I have previously mentioned, the bestseller experiment, and doing the 200 word a day challenge. So I think I'm using that as my minimum. So um, I sit down and i writing, even if I have like 20 minutes, then I can get my 200 in. And at least I've written, and that's a good minimum because they say if you, if you write 200 words a day for a whole year, um, every single day, then you've got yourself a novel. Do you have one? Do you have a word count that you have to hit that you feel like you're productive or do you just happy to have even um, a single word down?
0: Yeah, um, at the moment, no, I don't have word count. At one stage I did try for like a 1,000 words and then I would go up to 2,000 words Um, each time I'd write. And you'd hear that a lot from authors, that they'd be, oh, yeah, I, I, I normally try 2,000 a day. And it's like, oh, my God. But um now I don't really keep count. I really think that's, though, due to the fact that I'm going over my first draft. So I'm not writing loads of words down. I'm going through it and tweaking it. Yeah, so I, I have no idea how much I'm writing now when I'm editing. I, I might be just doing 50. Um, but you feel like you're going through a big chunk. And yeah, yeah I, I have no idea of how to track that, how to track how many words I've done. But generally, I before that, I would. I would always be highlighting and checking word count every time I'd finished. Yeah, um, Just to make my, me feel good or feel crap depending on how much I got
1: I think that's the difference isn't it when you're doing actually your first draft it's all about work out and it's getting them down and Mm. you've got the story down and it's a time and it's like right okay so my goal for this book is between 70 and 90,000 it depends what kind of book you're writing Um, and so Mm -hmm. you kind of give yourself that goal and you get into the end game but when you're in the editing process sometimes you're pulling words out you're putting words in and everything it doesn't matter as so much as your daily word count it's still the ultimate word yep. count that you're working on because you've got the words down now it's tweaking it now it's like taking this line out putting a new line in and so yeah I don't think it matters That's it. as much
0: you're perfecting the words yeah, exactly um because right now I'm at sixty-five thousand words and like I'm not even halfway through, so I'm I'll be putting in more words. Uh, yeah. I would assume than that. So I'm I'm feeling good about the number of words, but yeah, the words actually have to be pretty good if anyone's going to read them. Doesn't matter yeah. if they're lots and lots of crap words. <laughs> 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 they have to be. They have to be a lot better than what they are. So well, yeah, yeah, working through that. At that's the, moment. the editing process, isn't it? Hmm. How do you? F- oh, okay. We're gonna. We're gonna. I was gonna lead into. Oh, how do you find editing? But that that's going to be another podcast, I believe. Yeah. So we'll save that. We'll save that up. Okay. So Haley, tips on getting the creative juices flowing. Do you have any suggestions on what you do, or I'm I'm sorry to make it sound kinky because it's not really. <laughs> um, what you do, or what you recommend other people to do.
1: Whatever triggers you to get into the zone, I think, to get your cre- to get your creative juices flowing. I think, yeah, it's just getting into the zone. So either whether or not it's music, there's a particular piece of music that kind of inspires you. Or that time, if it's like historical or maybe film, TV, sometimes that helps. Especially if you're working on a story or like a hook or something. TV and film helps. Oh, I have a lot, if I'm reading a really good book or an audio book, I think that sometimes helps because I'm analyzing how they're writing, then I'm thinking about mm. my writing and um, yeah. I used to have that when I was writing the first book. I couldn't listen to audio books for like a month or something. Because every time I listen to an audiobook or read a book, it would just make me want to write my book. And so I would get halfway through a page, look at it, and they would be triggering something. And it's like, oh, okay, right, I need to put down the book and start writing my one. But sometimes switch your brain off and just allow the mm. thoughts to flow, really. What about you? Do you have any mm. juicy tips <laughs> to, um, for our listeners? I don't think
0: they're very juicy. I don't think they're very juicy. They're basically much the same as what you said. Um, I think it's really important to just try and keep open and maybe listen to things you might not necessarily listen to or um, watch things you wouldn't necessarily watch. Just keeping your mind open and who knows what might come from it. Yeah. I think that's important uh, to try and do that. Um as I'd said before on one of our other podcasts, um music's pretty important to me when I'm writing. I have to have music. I can't have silence. I just don't know. I just don't think that would work. Maybe maybe it could. I have never tried it to be honest because I have to have some kind of music going on. Um, so whether it's, like, gentle acoustic style or instrumental or classical or some nice soundtracks, um, I've recently been lis- listening to a YouTube channel called Ambient Worlds. And, oh, my God, fallen in love. <laughs> they take, like, all the snippets of different... Films. So, for instance, they've got Harry Potter, Dumbledore's Office. And so it's all the nice kind of Harry Potter music. Oh, nice. And the image is Dumbledore's Office. So it, you feel like you're there and you might hear the fire crackling and it just creates a scene. And it's like yeah. two hours long and it's amazing. Or they'll have um, another one I've been listening to is the Downtown Abbey. So um, oh, that's a nice it's one. Got, got just the one. image of the house. And you hear the birds twittering in the background and lovely, calming um, Downton Abbey music. But it's all very atmospheric and not jarring in any way. It's it's great for background uh, music. So I've been listening to that channel because they've, they've got a few. They've also got Skyrim, which is a computer game, but the music is stunning. Oh, I've heard about that, yeah. Um yeah love it um, and also if I have time and no one's here it's just me then I'm the books I write are pretty feel good books so I like to get into that zone if it's not with music and what you were saying with watching things I really like to watch feel good things Um. <laughs> so and I believe we both we're both quite like that too so we both watch. Okay, yes. I'm gonna say it. One of the things, the Good Witch, um, like it's is it Hallmark? Yes. It's a Good Witch Hallmark. <laughs> or is that just okay, so it's very you know the the most that would happen is I don't know someone forgets someone else's birthday <laughs> or something like that. Like it's really. You know, it's nice watching, so you feel quite calm watching it. Also, Anne with an E, I've been watching and oh, absolutely relishing all of that. I've heard good things about that. Yeah.
1: It's just, like, simple feel-good oh, stuff. have you
0: not seen any No, of it? I
1: haven't, not yet.
0: <gasps> oh, I'm on the third season, and it just gets better. Oh. It gets better. No, i so it's so lovely. And the last episode was very Outlander. Oh, really? I'll just say that much. But but very nice Outlander. Like cuteness, fluffy kittens and stuff. Outlander, if you can even imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are my tips if you can make head nor tail of, of those. Um, but... So, tips are different to recommendations. Recommendation time, Hayley. Is that that a little of Recommendation time. Okay,
1: so my recommendation for this week would be um, a YouTube channel that I kind of just stumbled across because you Mm. just, or you you put into YouTube, um, like writing, writing tips, writing videos, and stuff like that. And I kind of just stumbled across him. He's called Will Dean. Um and he's under as the forest writer. Um and he's just Ooh. gone massive. He just he's in the middle of the woods with um I think with a he's got a kid and a wife and everything, but he um built this house in the wood in the middle of Norway or Sweden. Um, but he's from London and but he's for, he's written noir books and um red snow yeah he's written some like crime ones based in that area and um red snow is one of them and everything like that i haven't actually read his books but his podcast his um sorry his youtube is really good and he just talks about the process and he writes uh, talks about tips and how he got into it and synopsis and blurbs and he doesn't really get anyone on it and it's just about 10-15 minute videos but he just kind of gives you little updates of what it's like this way and then tips and it's just yeah really nice kind of approachable chilled just advice from another fellow author and you see it from his first book coming out to now he's becoming really big he's got like a tv deal with line gate and stuff with his book um so it's interesting to see the process he's gone through and yeah i would recommend this time this week um youtube channel will dean and i think it's under as the forest writer and then he always gives you like little snippets of the woods as like a little video thing at the end so i think you would really enjoy it and it's just Nice and chilled if you've just got 15 minutes. What would you recommend this week, Kelana? Awesome. Recommendation.
0: Well, I feel like... <laughs> recommendations. I feel like I kind of gave you a really good tip earlier on about the, the ambient worlds. Um, yeah, that is a really listener. good tip. Uh, check it out. But... <laughs> but um, I have also been watching this American Lass called Alexa Dunn. She says Dunn, but I would call it Don. Um so Alexa Dunn, D-O-N-N-E. And she has a YouTube channel as well. And God, it really seems like I spend a lot of time on YouTube, doesn't it? Because everything I say is YouTube this, YouTube that. <laughs> anyway, she gives it she gives harsh advice at times uh, to newbie writers. Um, but she's fun and she's pretty blunt with it Um, she's a little excited at times but it is YouTube and most of the people on there are (laughs) Um, I find she's more focused on traditional publishing though having said that she does have videos on indie publishing and I particularly liked some videos for instance Handling Rejection Like a Pro writing romance arcs 10 reasons your book is rejected five ways to improve your writing so I think she's she's quite fun to listen to and it's really just her face just chatting away in front of all her books in the background so yes she is an author and she's traditionally published author um so I recommend that. Yeah, I I've, I've seen a couple of
1: her videos. I think she's really good. She did really good advice on Nana as well. And yeah. she's a bit more sci-fi. Her book is a bit more sci-fi. She's done like a sci-fi version of Jane yes.
0: young adults yeah. and stuff. So yes. she's got a yes, lot you're of, right. She did. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, she's got a lot of kind of history and she's worked a lot on like festivals and support and everything so yeah and then she also broke down she did another video on breaking down the cost of how much you could actually earn as a traditional publishing that it's not as much as you think and she did like a spreadsheet and everything like that so yeah it's really kind of oh i haven't seen that interesting it's interesting to see the american
0: version against what it would be like Mm. in the uk publishing It's, it's great to see it but i'm it's there's not as much diversity as i would like so i've i don't think i've seen anyone from australia um but could just be not searching under the right words so i'm sure they're there um, or just anywhere in Europe, I just don't see very much at all. Yeah. Apart from America and maybe the U- maybe England, and that's that's about it. Okay, can I do a second room? Recommendation. Um, Not if it's going to be one I'll recommend at another time. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't, <laughs> think you it out, even though I, okay, I do your little song again. You. Do your little song again.
1: Bonus recommendation. <laughs> Haley you've got something to add. Oh yeah. Woo. Um, okay, so my second one would be for the UK as well. Is there is a website called Jericho Writers. And they do YouTube videos, so he's quite a really successful writer, and he's set up a website called Jericho Writers, and they kind of send out newsletters and kind of gives you really good tips. And you can sign up and become a member, and you've got like loads of videos and tutorials and stuff. They've produced um, YouTube videos about cover letters sending in submissions, blurbs, and tips of what not to do and what to do and um, character arcs and stuff like that. So, yeah, I would recommend for UK, um, Jericho Writers, just because it kind of gives you that feel of what it okay. is in a, um
0: UK publishing. <laughs> oh, lovely. Well, um, anything else to add to that? We've given, a, we've given these uh, listeners a lot to think about. Pretty good tips this week so next week we're covering how we edit so do you edit as you go or edit by chapter um what do you hate about editing what do you love about editing no i think that would be a good one and talking about the editing
1: process because we're both at that stage at the moment so yeah that would be good yes. we're going to talk about the editing um, but if you've got any questions for us contact us on twitter we are aspiring authors at aspiring author pod um, send us any tweets or anything like that and then also my own personal one is H D Coulter. and yeah what about you
0: lorna lorna gillis clo- oh I have no idea lorna gillis clothing Just just type in that to all the channels, and I'm sure I will appear. You'll find her somewhere. I'm sure yeah. there'll be either a redhead, yeah, there'll be a redhead that appears, or someone wearing a big jacket. That's the one you go for. <laughs> that
1: doesn't sound random,
0: odd or do. I know, it sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah. But that's. Yeah, you'll what find her. Just it. It probably will be. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, good speaking to you, and um, I'll speak to you next time.
0: Bye. Bye. No, you hang up. You hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Aspiring Authors. You can find us on Twitter at Aspiring Authors Pod credit goes to Josh Woodward for our theme music, Once Tomorrow.